May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. These words echo in my mind as I can recall from my earliest memories of church, kneeling at the altar rail in St. John's Episcopal Church in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. I can still picture in my head the priest with his thumb stained black, saying these words and then smearing the ashes on my forehead in the sign of a cross, little bits of ash falling on my nose. It was a solemn and gritty reminder that our time on earth is not without limit, and that all these things that we tend to hold most dear, our bodies, our stuff, would someday be nothing more than dust. Over the years, my understanding of just what the significance of Ash Wednesday really is has evolved, and it continues to develop a richer meaning each time I hear that invitation to the observance of a holy Lent. However, no matter how familiar this liturgy becomes, there's always one part that always causes me to stop and think. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. This is the same gospel reading we hear every Ash Wednesday. But what's the first thing we do right after hearing this? We smear ashes on our foreheads. Clearly some outward sign of our own piety and clearly identifying us to the world as followers of Christ. I mean, there's little doubt when you see anybody at work or at the grocery store with a little black cross on their face today that at least to some degree they have a recognition of Jesus Christ and some desire on a level to follow his teachings. So how then do we reconcile our actions that we do on Ash Wednesday with the instructions Jesus gives us in this gospel reading? Every year he reminds us that we should not be like those hypocrites when we practice our piety or when we give alms, pray, or fast. I believe that his instructions to us go much deeper than just a simple mark on our foreheads, but in fact go to the very soul of who we are and why we do the things that we do. For you see, a hypocrite might give money to support local charities for some sort of name recognition or tax benefit. But a true follower of Christ will support these local charities for no other reason than the love they have for their neighbors in need. A hypocrite may stand on the street corner with a Bible in one hand and a megaphone in the other and tell you and the rest of the world exactly how sinful you are in the sight of God. But a true follower of Christ will pray for their enemies and those who revile them just as much as they pray for their family and for their friends. 
And a true follower of Christ who has been fasting all day today or has given up chocolate for Lent will look and act the same as those of us who choose not to. For you see, Jesus is not directing us to stop praying or to stop fasting or to stop giving alms. Rather, his message we hear today is one of encouragement and focus that's particularly appropriate during this season of Lent. In the time of the church year where we are called to reflect on our own relationship with God in a very intimate and self-examining way, Jesus implores us to ensure everything we do, including those things that we think are holy and righteous, like wearing ashes on our heads or even participating in a church service on Sunday, that these things are being done for God's glory and God's alone. Now, this has certainly been a year of firsts. We have adapted and adjusted nearly everything we do along the way. But in just a few moments, when we would normally come up to this altar rail and kneel as the ashes are placed on our foreheads, I invite you to use those ashes you received in the mail to impose the ashes on your own forehead and on those foreheads of people with you. And particularly this year, I encourage you to pay attention. Pay attention to what it feels like to hear and to say the words, you are dust. Pay attention to what the ashes feel like as they spread across your forehead and as they fall on your nose. Remember that our time here is limited and there is so much good that needs to be done and so much love that needs to be shared in our world. During the next 40 days of Lent, see where in your life you might be able to come closer to God. See where you might be able to take the time to listen and recognize how God is already at work in your life. And after this service is over, as you go back about your daily business, remember that God loves you unconditionally. Remember that those ashes that you will bear on your forehead are in the shape of a cross. And it's from that same cross that Jesus died for our sins, rose from the dead, and opened to us the gates of eternal life. <laughs>